Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode from your favorite podcast, Aunties. We took a little break last week because honestly, that shit was hard. If you were watching the news, you knew that um, Cam Louvre's residential school had found 215 indigenous bodies of our, the babies that would have been our ancestors so that was hard right Grace yeah it was so and hard. like it was so hard and whoever however anyone dealt with it like we're it, it was just a lot to deal with so we took a week off mm-hmm. we felt like we couldn't come to you with the proper, you know, like how we always talk about, like, we come to you guys and your ears with good vibes. Y'all, we couldn't do the good vibes. Like, it was hard. And if you're feeling like it's a hard week still, we're still here with you because we have some things to chat about, about what's gone down in Indigenous country this week. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that hard shit, let's update each other on what we've been doing. Grace, what have you been up to? Um, I feel like anyone, like, I've had a hard week. Um, you know, that news hit me Monday morning when kind of my, I went back into my routine of waking up and then having to, you know, do things I'm supposed to do Monday mornings. And, um, you know, thinking of my son being young and, um, it's been a hard week, but I've also, um, you know, I, I feel like we're all just so tired of like fighting, you know, and this week I fought, um, I was contacting Nico's school and I've talked to his principal, the indigenous lead, his teacher all on the phone that saying like, it wasn't enough of what they were doing. And, um, so that was kind of my week, but, Um, I also know that, um, you know, we've always been very honest about, you know, seeking out help when we need it. And I had my very first counseling appointment last Saturday. I was actually supposed to have one yesterday, but I ended up missing it because I totally forgot. Um, Even though I was looking forward to it, but, um, you know, like I didn't feel the need to have being counseling before and like when you know you know you know like I I think like I just so needed it and I'm looking forward to you know continuing that and figuring out my healing journey um so yeah like it's been a tough couple weeks but I feel like um I'm getting through it um I last night or I guess we'll get to Netflix recommendations because I have like um, like an update with that, but Koi, how have you been doing? 
Um, like you, I've been like going through it. Like, if I'm completely honest and a little bit emotional about it, it didn't hit me until I saw a photo of like little babies. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, that's my little Jesus that like could have been, would have been taken away. And that was hard for me. But knowing how far we've come and like what we have, how we can rely on our culture and like our all that stuff that like brought me through it. And I was so grateful to have my dad with me the past couple of weeks because like as some of you know, like I've got a new condo, like I've been moving in, I like it was my moving weekend and I'm like I'm so glad that my dad's here because I don't know how I would, how I would do it alone. And I'm so grateful, Grace, that you were able to lean on counseling because other than us, each other and us and our families, like you are, you, you are alone in Hamilton. And I'm like, that's hard. I, I'm so grateful that my dad was able to be there with me during this time. Um, one second. So I was really grateful for my dad for that. And I'm really grateful to be able to come home to Garden River when when times do good to us and like the, the emotional heaviness of who we are starts to weigh on us I'm always always grateful that I can come home to my community so that that's my update but I'm I'm really glad that you started counseling and I have we were posting on our podcast page to encourage people to reach out to counseling because these are very these are very hard emotions and stuff to go through that we're going through as like a collective community so if we can lead by example by like reaching out to our our counselors therapists leaning on our our traditions and stuff like that that's that's how we're going to get through it yeah but on the lighter note what have you been watching on netflix (laughs) so i actually just finished schitt's creek um it took me, it was one of those shows that I, I like to put on and not, you know, like I could be on my phone and like, I, it was, but then now that it's over, I'm really sad that it's over. I'm like, why, why didn't I, like, I knew the whole storyline, but I'm like, why did I take that show for granted? Like now it's over and I'm sad. Um, but last night, um, Ben and I had a date night and we rented on, on like Amazon prime, we rented spiral which is the new Saw. It's like the last Saw movie and it has Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in it. And um, it was actually, it was pretty good. And we also watched this other scary movie called something like The Dark Web. And that was kind of freaky. Like this guy stole a, like, stole a laptop that was just like sitting in the coffee shop he worked at. And what, like when you really think about it, like there is such thing as a dark web and like like we're talking over Zoom right now and, you know, people could be watching us, you know, like it's all right. like sold and it's just like really creepy. Um, 
that movie was really creepy just because like it's all kind of true are organs not sold on the dark web um i don't know about that it that wasn't in the movie at all but you know i don't know um what have you been watching on netflix so what I, what I have been watching since my dad's here has been a little different than what I normally watch. And what I've been watching with my dad was Ellie's Finest. So he, my dad... My, is that so about my, criminals? It's about criminals. But the funnier thing is like, my dad is so into uplifting BIPOC women with me. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, Gabrielle Union and like <laughs> Jessica Alba, they're in it. And like they're BIPOC women so like let's watch it's like supposed to be like the girl version of bad boys and I'm like okay dad like that (laughs) but that's how he's been my whole life right like uplifting women and like and I'm like okay let's watch this so we ended up getting really into it (laughs) is it like a movie or like a documentary it's a series so it's a series of like of shows and like it's it's very if you've watched the outer banks it's like very cheesy like the outer banks but like yeah. in this moment in time we need that kind of cheesiness so yeah. i was really appreciative of that other than that for any of my 1980s babies the hills back and the hills is boring it's so boring i bet, I bet. um Siesta Keys is a little boring as well on MTV. Do you watch those shows, Grace? Not The Hills, uh, at least not the new one. I did used to watch like the old ones. Um, Siesta Key I have been watching just because I have been watching all the seasons and I'm like, it's it's kind of boring now. Like I was kind of laughing, like the boyfriend, Sam, like the rich guy, he was like explaining, yeah. he's like, oh, he's like, that poor girl is getting ganged up by like the siesta key girls and he's like they're like an army of five foot two blondes and I'm like that's exactly yeah. the show <laughs> like, yeah um so it's like not relatable but it's like funny it's funny to me to watch and then like I like that level of escapism because it's not it's not it's not our real life yeah yeah totally um but yeah uh I also had um um, a check-in with my naturopath doctor this week. Tell us. Yeah. And he was, you know, (laughs) he was, he's really awesome. And I'm like, so glad that I, that I see him. And, um, he was telling me to like, keep doing what I'm doing. Um, he's like, this time I was reacting to aerobic metabolism hormones. So he put me on, um, and you know what, this might have to do with my liver because for years I have had high liver enzymes, which means my liver is a bit fatty. And I think it has something to do with those hormones. So he put me on like a a natural supplement to help with my liver. Um, But also like the the weight loss will, I'm assuming has helped it. Like, I don't know, but Um, yeah, so I was reacting to that and I just like love how, like, it's so like pinpoint, like here, this is, this is what's wrong with you and take this and like, you'll feel better. And I, it's, yeah, it's really cool. I'm like, well, aerobic metabolism. I'm like, that's so interesting. So aerobics means you work out. So your counter and your body is counterintuitive towards aerobic exercise. Is that what he means? 
or it's how your metabolism moves? Again, girl, ladies, if you're listening, we don't know. <laughs> I'm Googling it. Okay, so oh, yes. Grace- yep. Aerobic metabolism is the way your body creates energy through the combustion of carbs, amino acids, and fats in the presence of oxygen. Um, combustion- so like what, what would work best if you don't have carbs, right? So it's saying like, um, I guess it's how quickly your body like breaks it down because combustion means burning, which is why this is called burning sugars, fats, proteins, and energy for proteins for energy. So it's just how fast things are metabolizing in my body. And I guess I, I'm not metabolizing it as quickly and your liver is responsible for breaking that down. Right. I believe. So then would you work best in a keto diet? Is that what it's saying? Because it's like Uh, carbs are, you're reacting to carbs. Keto, I'm not, um, keto is a high fat diet, right? High fat, high protein, low carb. Yeah. So that one still involves like dairy. Like I've seen people have like, you know. Keto can, can not in you can have a lactose-free keto diet it's just a little more complicated so pretty much from the diets I've seen um whole 30 is like the closest to what I'm I'm technically doing which is like low low carbs like you know he still tells me to have carbs in like the healthy forms um so and then like cutting sugar and no coffee and things like that. So whole 30 is like the closest thing to what I'm doing right now. But yeah, so I'm, um, it's really cool. I, I love the naturopath. Actually, uh, um, a close friend or a mutual friend of ours, Quay, you know, Deanne in Toronto, she's yeah. him. Oh, wow. And, and, and that's what we talked about. Remember when in, on, a, on another episode, we had talked about how I said that you were doing really well in showing members in our community that it's not a dietitian. It is a naturopath. And like that dif- differentiation helps when you're really trying to like make positive internal movements with your body, not just like, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to do this. So I'm so glad that she's going to go see them. Yeah, I'm excited too. And um, Grace, happy Indigenous History Month. Yeah, you too, Quay. <laughs> Thanks. So Indigenous People's Day is coming up on June 21st. Um, I know it's COVID and pandemic. We don't have any plans. But what do you think you're going to do that day, Grace? I think... Do we have the day off work? <laughs> <I think. laughs> okay, so everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone who doesn't work in our organization, yeah. We, if you want to know, we do have the day off of work. <laughs> okay, and then well. if you want to know as well to our listeners, I don't think they know. I got, uh, is it, it's a promotion technically. Yeah. Yeah, so I got, I got promoted. I didn't have to interview for the job and now my position is manager. So as manager Grace, we have the day off. <laughs> just, just making calls on the, calling the shots on the podcast. Okay. Well, in that case, if it's off, I'll probably like spend it 
like every day, like with family, with Nico. Uh, maybe like go to the beach, you know, be by some land. Um, yeah, hopefully doing that. I'm, my plan is that I will be on my way back to Toronto. So for any listeners don't know, I came back to the Sioux um, Garden River specifically. I could not handle being away from my community anymore during this turbulent time. So I came home and I'm so grateful to be home. And then I'm going to be here until Father's Day, after Father's Day weekend, because as a lot of our listeners know, I am surrounded by males. So, and my dad and my brothers and my nephew. So it's going to be a big, Father's Day is, is a big day. Yeah. So, so because of that, <laughs> I'll be coming back on June 21st to the city of Toronto. Um, and, but, but I do have some things that we're, I'm going to do. I'm going to offer my tobacco at a couple of key places that have been important to me as I've grown up. So mm-hmm. that's what I plan on doing. Mm-hmm. other oh wait other than that grace I wanted to ask you really quick have you been keeping up with younger yeah I have okay so what did you think okay we want to talk about younger and then have you been keeping up with the Kardashians hell no that that's another show that got boring too <laughs> okay so yeah. tell me how you feel about this week's episode of younger um to be honest like I kind of, since this week has been like such a blur, like I did watch it, but I kind of forget like what happened in it. Like I'm not too attached to the show as much as I was when I was watching it back to back to back, like catching up on all the seasons. Um, What are your thoughts? Like I've seen it. So like, just maybe like refresh my memory. I kind of am like, she's either going to be about this old man or she's not. Like she needs to either pick one or the other um that's how I feel but are you team what is the name Josh are you team Josh or team old man well I totally wish that like there was an inkling of a chance with Josh like they're not showing any like flirting or like going like I wish that they would because they seemed like so happy together and um yeah and I also just love that actor because his name is Nico in real life oh yeah I remember that um, I think that that other that girl is the the one other older woman. I think she's so annoying. And if it was in real life, I don't know how I would not have punched her in the face. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But let's move on to the meat of this episode because I feel like our listeners the meat are just gonna, the meats we bring the meats or we've got the meats <laughs> in our recess. Okay, so from the top, we want to talk right now about the Sephora campaign. So as many of you know, I want to prelude this before we get into it and say that like, this has been a hard fucking week. It's been a hard couple days for us. So we're going to go about this very gently as it should be gone about. The Sephora Indigenous History Month campaign in Canada, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. It was like, beautiful. The first time... We've been highlighted, like our culture, our people, our lifestyles, we're at the forefront, we're being showcased, we're being applauded. And I don't know about you, Grace, but I'm like another woman like me who has pin straight hair, almond eyes, light 
eyebrows because we all know that I've gotten my eyebrows done. These women are on a Sephora ad and I can see myself. That's amazing. How did you feel? It's honestly pretty special. Like when I saw it, I was just like, wow, like it's all about representation. Like, you know, for our, our younger generation into like, imagine, I know that we're like, it means so much to us, but imagine how much that would mean if we were like in high school, you know, and oh, we're yeah. having a hard time fitting in and like, we see that. And then I'd just be like showing everyone. I'd be like, look, 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 like, yeah, yeah look, look, people look. like me that are on a Sephora ad and that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And we, we know the makeup and the stylist, right? Like we know Claudia and Scott mm-hmm. who like worked on the ad and like we know Serene who's worked on the ad. Yeah. And there's been a lot of like backlash that has happened within the Indigenous community towards this campaign. And like during this episode, we're going to kind of unpack it. And the first thing we're going to start to talk about is like Serene's response to, to the backlash. And so she was the creative director and I completely agree with her stating, like she stated that we're, we, we're, we're in like a starvation mode. Like we thought that this is our only chance to show who our communities are. And I'm like, you're right. Like, no, we're in the AIDS fire. Like our communities are going to be shown the more and more we grow and the more and more representation the more and more we push boundaries and I think that like I would for for somebody to push a boundary I would not entrust anyone else except like I would trust Scott and I would trust Claudia to push those boundaries for us because that's a risk and I'm like I couldn't take on that risk but I trust Claudia and Scott to take on that risk to push those boundaries in these standards in these unconventional ways and I stand beside them yeah Mm -hmm. but I also like what our previous guest Tasha Spillett has said when she was like hey y'all this was a beautiful campaign but you also forgot to include our Afro-Indigenous community members and our family members and I'm like Tasha, you and your baby girl, like, you're so right. Like, we didn't include you guys. They yeah. there wasn't included. And I only mean that in the terms of it, it was very specific in terms of Indigenous body or, and then like Shinova or Shinoa. Um, they're, they're very palatable in the way that they are Indigenous. Like, they're very palatable and like a white person could understand them. Or not understand them, but like accept them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I do see that. But and we also forgot our our other community members. But I also so like coming from that, where I'm like, I understand we left we left them out. But I think the comp- campaign could have been done better mm-hmm. if it didn't have the mosaic, because the mosaic could have been where we included our diverse community members because. At the, bo- at the end of the day, un- like we've been colonized. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So there's going to be like Ukrainian indigenous people. There's going to be Czech indigenous people. There's going to be Mexican indigenous people. There's going to be Afro indigenous people. We have such an eclectic background that yeah. I'm like, if the rain decided to only focus on Inuit and Cree people, okay, I am, I be, I am about that. I vouch for that. But I also do acknowledge what Tasha and other people had said when they were like, you, you left out her and her baby girl. We did. And if the mosaic tile wasn't a part of it, then I, I could see how it happened. But I, how did you feel, Grace? That's, I talked a lot about how I felt. Yeah, I think, you know, I think everything is going to come with like someone feeling a certain way you know and I think just knowing that we know these people that you know they really put their heart and their soul in it you know and I feel like you know Scott Scott is an amazing person he's been on the podcast and he's you know he's the past like year he has pushed those boundaries and you know like he wants to make like a positive name for himself. And like, you know, and I think we feel that they're doing it with the best intention. And I feel like Serene is also doing all this with the best intention. Like I could just think of, you know, what if it was the Sephora creative director, you know? But I feel like, you know, we have to be kind and, you know, that there is also room to grow. And hopefully that this isn't the last Sephora ad that represents our Indigenous people, that it's, you know, and I mean, from what I've seen from another news this week, too, is that Cheekbone Beauty got picked up by Sephora, and I know that she also, she is very inclusive with um, the Afro-Indigenous, so that's also another positive thing that, you know, Sephora is going to be including, is that Cheekbone makes that a priority as well um but yeah you know I'm that's that's just how I feel you know I feel like everything is gonna um get some sort of criticism and there's always gonna be room to grow right there's always there's always going to be criticism I think and I I think that like it's, it's hard to represent all of our community members so I understand that aspect and I also understand because the way that we felt when we were like oh my god somebody who looks like me somebody who has almond eyes like remember when we were talking about Selena and how we related so much to Selena yeah and then and then when we saw the Sephora ad we were like somebody has almond eyes somebody has somebody who kind of looks like me and somebody who has pin straight hair as me is on is on this ad like how did that surge and effect like that surge of energy in our heart and soul that same though that same surge of energy afro-indigenous people should feel as well yeah and i'm like no you're there we're everyone's right we're like it was great and it didn't exclude these people and they should be included correct mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's really hard because like we have been we were we are a colonized community and like we have been really impacted by by different other 
other, but I'm like, how are we going to include, where are the voices of our Mexican indigenous people? We have to include them as well. Where are the voices of our, like, our, like, we can't, like, it's, it's so hard and so complex. And I think that we have to come at this lens in a more, like you said, kind way. Like we have to be kinder to each other and we have to move better as a community because when that one girl, Larissa speaks, when she had the campaign with the body shop, I think another woman had it as well, indigenous woman. I was never like, Larissa speaks doesn't look like me. So like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was I was never like that. I'm like, oh, this is like one campaign and this is so great. And like Larissa speaks is like so great. I yeah. never was like, it doesn't look like me so what the fuck like this doesn't matter like you didn't include me I I think that we have to understand like when we do have feelings like that right now as a community we are in survival mode everything that happened last last week was like the racist comments that affected the NHL and like specifically with Ethan Vera he is a young man and he was he never uh, like me and you get it as athletes we never we want our skills to speak for ourselves not our race so like we understood the hardship that came from that and then on top of that for all of the findings to come out we we are in a trauma we're, we're in a trauma mode and everything that we're reacting with is in survival mode so when we lash out about this Sephora ad, we need to understand that we're coming from a place that we're like, we had all this stuff happen the week before and then this happened. So like, let's go with this with like, is it like a grain of salt? Or like, let's go with this with like more kindness to each other. Cause you know, everyone's right. We have to move forward, including our Afro-Indigenous our people, community members. Like that was rude to exclude them. So let's go forward with kindness because the whole purpose of the Indian Act, the whole purpose of the government is to divide us and to be like, you don't qualify as native. You're not native enough, you blah, 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 blah. And if we think about all the negative comments, they're like, these are white, light-skinned native girls. And I'm like, okay, okay, but like, their stories are relevant. Oh, yeah. they're skinny native girls. Okay, but <laughs> their stories are still relevant. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they can be white passing. And I'm like, okay, like I know Shinova does have really big eyes and they're not stereotypically Inuit, but her story is still relevant. And the worst part that upsets me about all of this is how people are like shaming them because they're like, you're selling your, my ancestors never sold their culture for money. And I'm like, we don't, unfortunately, we don't live in this like traditional way of life. We live in capitalism. And I agree that we shouldn't sell our culture, but do you remember when our dances and our drumming and our songs were illegal? And now they're on campaigns, like our traditional, like our, our dress is on Sephora. Can you not rejoice in that and yeah, and, and not be crabs in a bucket and be like, my people never did this. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I think 
Yeah. Our beauty and our culture like deserves to be celebrated. And that's how, how it is these days is that they are through campaigns. They are, you know, I feel like there's always going to be someone who's going to criticize, you know, why doesn't Sephora have any indigenous representation? I'm sure that was something used before. And then now that we, we do have indigenous representation, you know, there's, of course, there's room to grow. And I, I do believe that, you know, there were some like excluded, I'm not like disagreeing that, but you know, like it, we're going to get there and I, we're making, right. we're making progress, but and we then, don't, that's the beautiful thing is like, we deserve to be celebrated. Like we deserve it for sure. Grace. Like, we, I'm we so glad be, you said that. We should be so happy. We see, you know, indigenous body up there and, I know yeah. you want to move into next, like the Western beauty standards that were showcased in the ad. Um, and one being about indigenous bad, body. So I'll, I'll let you talk about that because I'll, I'll put my two cents in after you're done. Right. So the one thing I, I, I love all of the people who are showcased in it, like I, I love everyone. I think that it was kind of tricky that not kind of tricky I think that it was like suspicious because mm -hmm. to me when I, I when I saw the campaign and like I think this hits a little closer to home because I know of a couple I know of and an, an, uh, some people who have cleft palates and then I know like the, the mouth is very important because I'm like I have a list I know a lot of people who that are friends that we know that who have speaking impediments and so I'm like this isn't the same thing, but it's like, I could see how it could align, but like every shot that Indigenous Batty almost had, you could not think she had a, like, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's suspicious and I don't really care for that. And I think that what everyone says is right they were like there's a whole backlash against them being like slim light-skinned indigenous women and I'm like how much are we gonna hate uh, yeah how I, much yeah I I feel so about indigenous fatty like is that what you want her to be known for like if I if if I had something like I'm just thinking I'm just thinking you know like if I I don't know. I, you know, had something. That's like, not all she is, right? So it's I don't like, want. Yeah, I don't want it to be highlighted on purpose. Just you know, if that's all she's known for, and that's not all she's known for. She's known for you know being a legit indigenous baddie on TikTok and you know clapping back. Like that's what she's known for, and she looks pretty, like darn like fire in the ad and you know I think that's I think that's beautiful you know and it's not like a thing like she does talk about it in her TikTok videos her cleft palette and I think that's like a beautiful thing as well that she is embracing it but I don't think it's the only thing that should be standing out in the Sephora ad for her exactly so like I I understand that like she's more than her cleft palette but I'm like it's just a little suspicious that like there's these western beauty standards and you highlighted photos of her where it wasn't showcased 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what I want, what I do want to get into, and I want to really talk about is that um, we shouldn't be shaming our people like Shinova and Indigenous Badi and like Shayla and all the people who were showcased in it. Yeah, they did. They did have a lot of our cultural aspects in it. And then people are like, oh, they start shaming. They're starting to shame them for selling our culture. But I'm like, I better not. If you're going to say that, I better not see you at a powwow. I better not see you at a competition powwow because you know what a competition powwow is? We're competing against each other to who's going to be the best Indigenous dancer. So if you're going to say we're selling our culture to this brand, we are. But if you're going to have a problem with that, then I better not see you at a fucking powwow. And if I see you at Six Nations powwow, I'm going to call you out. So you heard it right here first on the Call Randy podcast. If we see you at Six Nations powwow, we're calling you out. Okay, we won't call you out. I wouldn't say we're exactly selling out like our culture. Like we're, we're not even advertising. No, advertising is a terrible word too. We're competing against each other to who's better. And that at the, like, what is it? Intrinsically is a problem. Mm -hmm. So I just want to remind people that, that like there was somebody who told me or who posted like Emma, this girl named Emma, she posted how like, we live in a capitalistic world and like a homeless elder she knew or who had, she she knew of a homeless elder who had danced for money on the streets of Toronto because they were homeless and they were asking for money. So they did that. And I'm like, are we gonna shame them? Who are we gonna shame? We have to understand and like, like you said in the beginning, Grace, like be kind to each other and like understand where the world we live in. Yeah, we got to build oh. each other up. Like, I, exactly. You know, um, and like you said, like, we're all so different, like even just our backgrounds, you know, like I, I have like, I, what I thought I had was Czech in me, but I have like a bit of Irish and you know, I just, I'm just so glad though that I am seeing Indigenous representation. Like if I had a little girl, like I would just be over the moon to like that she could see herself. And, you know, and like we said, like everyone has to be able to see themselves, including the Afro-Indigenous um, that are so, you know, important to our communities. Um, and like the ones, like, just like Tasha said, you know, like she's so involved and she's, and like now that she has a daughter, I think it almost like means so much more that they do be included because, and she is, you know, like fighting for that. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, there's definitely more, mm-hmm. more, more work to be done. Like there's always going to be work to, to be done. There's all, you're right. There's always more work to be done, more healing to be done, more patience to be given because we are a healing community. We are all like we've been displaced. Like I know that some people who are spewing hate right now, they've been disconnected from their community 
and I'm like then and then add to that the trauma of everything that happened this week and I'm like I completely understand why you're teased why you're mad why you're upset like I'm upset too like it's we're in a hard situation right now and if we just move better as a community and like kind of embrace each other call is it calling each other in yeah if we can do that more instead of calling each other out I think the more we call each other out the more colonizers win Mm -hmm. so the more we can call each other in is the more we can move together as a community yeah I agree and I you know I think that was like a perfect way to kind of sum this like episode up and like for it to come like full circle that you know that there is like work to be done and there's also you know, instead of calling each other out, like you said, we call each other in. Like, I think that was a great way to put it, Quay. It's, I've been I've been thinking about this a lot and I've lost a lot of sleep about it. And like, I've talked to a lot of our, girlf- our girlfriends about it. And like, we, we can't keep moving forward like this where we're like, yeah, you're, you're bad. Like cancel culture, we're like, we're like, you're banned because you didn't include this community like let's stop that shit yeah nothing is gonna nothing is good gonna come from it nope well I think this was a good episode you know we we talked a lot about something a lot that just has happened this past week and I feel like a lot of it is fairly fairly heavy um and I hope that everyone was able to begin to process this week like that's the hardest part is processing and um you know like I've always had my own my own ways of healing and you know I had to seek out a counselor for the very first time even though we've we've been advocating for for you know seeking out help and that aspect I I didn't need fulfilled until really a couple weeks ago and um you know, I really want to link this one. Um, I know we pr- we promote Talk for Healing, but the one counseling service that I use was called, I think, Nujimo or Nujima. I'll have to, we could link it or um, share it on our stories, but it was super easy. And I talked to a woman on the phone and she recommended, you know, there's, it's all Indigenous owned. And if anyone needs anyone to talk to, like there's booking something through that they take the status a status card or insurance and it was just all super easy um but we want to make sure that everyone is doing okay um mm-hmm. you know you are, you are surrounded by your loved ones um you're taking time for yourself um I know we always say that's so important and it is I've realized I was telling Quay yesterday that I had probably an afternoon to myself and when you've kind of been through a lot, being by yourself at first, like, is kind of scary. Like, I was like, I don't know what thoughts I'm going to think. I don't know what I'm, like, am I going to be, like, crazy the whole time? Am I going to be stressed? Like, it's almost scary to be by yourself and, like, learning to be by yourself again and making it, like, a a place that's peaceful. Like, being by yourself should be, you know, like, you're, you're, I don't know. It it was scary. You're to on the right, 
but it was completely right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I guess as we end it, we just, you know, we want to end it on that, that we're all thinking you guys. Yeah. For Grace, I want to remind you guys that like, it's okay to reach out for help and it's okay to not be able to manage into in your emotions what's been going on it's okay to ask for help and to not know what to do and if you if you need anywhere to start where like we hope that the the hotlines that we share are going to be helpful yeah yeah and I honestly it, it really is just that like just knowing where to look and you know everything is online because of this lockdown so if you know if we share something and it it just sticks in someone's mind that like, oh, I can, I can call this number or I can call here because it, it has been used. Um, then, you know, like, I think that that's super helpful for anyone. Cause even me, I'm like, where do I find a counselor? Where do I like look first and all that. So we just hope everyone is doing fine out there and they're, you know, they're healing and they're surrounded by loved ones, like I said already, but um, yeah. let's move forward with like kindness to each other. Let's yeah. celebrate our wins and like expect and demand more wins. Yeah, I like that. Quay, good job wrapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. We Until next time. Next week. And yeah. Wait, enjoy your time back home and let us know how it goes next week. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.